this is Anna. Welcome to Read a Pod Podcast. I'm well. Thank you very much for chatting with me today. That was so nice of you. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you for being so flexible. Awesome. Lots of yeah. <laughs> yeah, including my piles of books over there. Fantastic office. God, fantastic. It's pretty amazing, I must admit. Yep. I'm... I've been doing so many library interviews and I think for them to realise that I actually have, like, I love books, it's been kind of cool, so. Well, I think I got that sense from reading your book. You clearly love reading and books in general. Yes. But you definitely write as well, you can tell. From your, I have written a lot of articles for magazines and things that comes through oh, clearly. Absolutely. Oh, thank you. Yeah. No, I love, I love books. I love reading. Um, since I was five, that was the thing that I escaped to. And I remember going to kindy and, and kind of coming home the first day. And I said to my mum, that I just don't think I need to go back. I think that's it. And I just kept running home at, at, at recess. <laughs> she got, and in the end, her and the teacher concocted a thing where I'd read to the class instead because I was so bored. I'm like, no, I, I, know, I know how to do this. Like, what else do we got? <laughs> Oh, that's fantastic. What good memories. Exactly. No, I love books. I did some preparation. I've been listening to your podcast and I have no idea which episode it was, but you say that you there's no money to be made in writing your books and <laughs> the first one was for Vanity or this one, I think. Yeah. For my um, niece who's just turned 20 and my sister who's in her mid-20s. This, mm. I wish I had have had this book when I was younger. Oh, yeah. No, me too, to be honest. I, I wish I had something like this that would have engaged me with money back in mm. my 20s because, like all of us, if we'd started younger and if we changed those stories and developed those habits younger, then, yeah. Well, it starts from wherever you are. It's, it was a lovely... I'll be giving it out. Oh, good. Lots of presents and lots of birthday presents, I think. It was a great book. Me oh, thank you. Yeah, oh, I love that you said that. Thank you. Oh, no. And I also think, not to sound like I've studied your podcast or anything, but actually, that <laughs> might not have been from the podcast. It might have been for more money. But you um, you had a breakup in your 30s and started again mm. from, from nothing. That yeah. sounds very inspirational. So you can see that, I think, when you're in the writing of budgets don't work, but this one does, it's empowering people who have no money mm. are of a certain age and need financial security that's where yeah. I think your passion is am I right yeah it's it's women at whatever age you are and I particularly I particularly write for women that don't have that background of money or I'm from the eastern suburbs or somewhere wealthy where they're thinking I think I just have to accept my lot in life I think this is just where I am and it's just gonna I just have to it's just going to be what it is. Mm -hmm. And I absolutely want to empower them to say, no, it's not. It's, there's, you can do something about it. Yes. Yes. That's exactly what I thought. Gosh, what a yeah. oh, excellent. So if the first written because you've got something to say and people to help, that's right, I think, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Budgets don't work is like the culmination where it, this is the, this is the bit with me in it and it's research and it's like, the culmination of 10 years of working and writing or 20 years of working and writing 
that's exactly um, how it reads. It's yeah. It's also um, sitting down having a chat like with somebody who just needs help now. It was yeah. Like meet you wherever you are, help you wherever you're starting out from. Oh yeah, absolutely. It was so well done and really um, for dummies. I, I didn't have to ask Dave one question. If oh, you are not an idiot. Was <laughs> sitting down with a friend for coffee. It was great. Oh, good. Yeah, and that's the, perfect. It, the way that it relates to diets as well. Like, of course, there's not one size fits all for diets. No. Yeah. And we get that. Like, we get when it comes to food, we get when it comes to exercise, but we don't have that same mindset with money. It's like, oh, money's serious. We have to be told what to do. And where's the seven step plan? It's like, no, no. <laughs> the same way that you figured it out over here with food and exercise, we can apply those same techniques and tips and tricks and habits and learnings over here. Oh, mm. It was so brilliant. So well done. Oh, thank you. It's lovely. I also loved the money stories as well. Could you tell us? I've never heard of them before, but of course they exist. Exactly. And the reason that I, so initially I pitched it to Alan and Unwin as your money type. Mm -hmm. um, and it was just going to be money types. And the more I wrote it, I just felt like it was missing such a huge piece that I knew made up the whole story, mm. pardon the pun. Um, and nurture just influences so much about why we behave the way that we do. And yes, we all behave innately uh, because, you know, I'm an introvert. I can go out there and be situationally extroverted, but I, I re-energise away from people. And I really need that. If I was to force myself to be with people 24-7, it wouldn't be pretty. Mm. Um, so it's the same when it comes to how I would innately behave with money. It makes sense to me that some things will work and some things just won't because of that introversion that I have. But I also know that I'm not just an introvert. It's also the life experiences that I've grown up with. Everything from the really positive, you know, the incredible stories that I received from my grandparents um, who uh, went through the depression shop. and... Yeah. Yeah, my nana who used to take me around <laughs> to lived at Rockdale and took me around to all the St. Vincent de Paul store. <laughs> um, and my grandma who had the chest freezer with everything um, yeah. dated. Yep. Yep. <laughs> From two years ago when my dad was absolutely horrified, apparently the first time he went there. Um, through to years the dates just being a marketing tool. <laughs> oh, absolutely. But through to the really negative and traumatic, like of course mm -hmm. that all shapes me. And yeah. I think unless we look at both sides, we're not getting a true picture of how we behave with our money. And it's reserved to finances as well. I've just never heard of it or thought of it. Yeah. Um, it's fantastic for, for everybody. But I'm so excited to give it to my sister and my niece, really. Yeah. So they're um, and early 20s. And like how good oh. would it be to get right from there? But also, and for you all to have that shared language yes. around money then as well, to say, oh, so how are you, how are you going with stress and sabotage at That's the moment? That's the other or, thing. Why on earth should it be a dirty secret? That's icky, as you say in the book. It's crazy. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Because I bet you when you guys get together, you talk about all sorts of stuff, but you don't talk about money. <laughs> no, I have no idea how much my sister makes. I'm yeah. 
but it's ridiculous. You would know everything else about your girlfriend. Absolutely. Yeah. And the same, uh, so my, my mother, my father-in-law passed away maybe five years ago. And I remember my, ma- my mother-in-law's on the pension and I kept saying to my hubby, really need to have a talk to her about how she's going. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yep, yep, let's just give her money. I'm like, well, that's great. But how about we actually have the conversation? And he couldn't do it until we were in the car one day. He's not looking at her. And I said, is there something you want to talk to your mum about? And when he asked her, she was so relieved. She goes, oh, but thank you so much for asking. I've been trying and trying and I just can't make it work. Oh, and we worked out in the end, we needed to give her a certain amount of money every yep. single week. And it was so much more than we thought. Mm-hmm. And if we hadn't, then we might have thought we were doing a good thing, but really we weren't helping yeah, at all. Yeah, so, Because she couldn't reach out because it was talking about money. It's Exactly, and particularly for her age as well. Yeah. You know, yeah. not going to the doctors, you'd ask somebody if you needed, yeah. Exactly. But we're breaking that, which is good. Oh, doing a very good job. And I also really liked the way in your book you called it a feminist issue because that is just mm. 100% true as well. Yeah, yeah. And it's not just the wage gap. It's uh, the fact that no, there's, there's this so is, much. That's what I took out of it. I have a coffee shop yeah. shop, and I couldn't believe it that the pay gap is still there for small businesses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're that's setting incredible. the prices. Yes. And if you don't value yourself, which often women don't, mm-hmm. um, then therefore you're not going to price appropriately. Oh, yeah, absolutely astounded. I would never have thought, but yet I'm not really surprised. Yeah, yeah. Mm. You've given me so much to think about in 214 pages. I just checked. It's only a small... Oh, I love that. (laughs) 214 pages. I almost feel like I need to check to see. How has the reception been for the book? It must be hard to be launching in a pandemic. Yeah, look, I'm... I'm, The in-person booked in but I think it's just for the best to have just turned it into a a potty. I agree look it's really sad that you know and for any writer and I've got a girlfriend uh, Janine Garner who wrote a book called Be Brilliant that was released yeah the week before and we both have had that experience before you write the book and then you get out and you experience it from talking to people Mm -hmm. and you start to understand what resonated with and what they haven't thought more about and and you're just missing that Um, And certainly for an introvert, for me, to actually admit that I wish I was going out (laughs) is massive. Very well said. That's true. Yeah. But no, it is a sad time for writers. But I mean, it's hard for lots and lots of different industries. So, you know, we just have to adapt in the same way that everyone else has to adapt. Adapting at the same time. Yeah. Is there anything else that we want to talk about? I feel like that was really short and sharp. Yeah, the only probably thing that I would add is just around um, stresses and sabotage because, oh, yes, um, nature is a really important thing. Yes, nurture is really important. But that 10% of the time when we're stressed, mm-hmm. whether it's from a co-worker, whether it's you just had a bad day, whether you didn't sleep properly the night before, illness, grief, or even a global freaking pandemic. Yes. That's often when all of these great things we've set up can be undone and we get caught in that sabotage loop. So mm-hmm. particularly at the moment, I think it's really important to understand how we behave normally um, 
what's our money story, how to set up a great money environment and our money type and habits for those. But also, what are we going to do when we're stressed and we're tempted to financially sabotage? What's our plan then? And for some people, that sabotage will be binge spending. For other people, it will be hoarding. Mm-hmm. So my, my hubby's the hoarding. Yeah. I'm the analysis by paralysis. Yeah. Um, I've got another friend who's just click to spend. <laughs> yeah. But it's recognising that and putting another um, way of acting instead. And for yeah. me, it was really important That's to different. include the stress chapter and the addiction chapter. So I feel like that's often missing from a lot of books. We don't talk about addiction. No, not money. at all. You and would do it up, but you would never do it for money. And isn't that the no. And I think because I, um, I mentioned in the book, I've got so many um, mental health issues in my family. Mm. And I personally have suffered from PTSD. So I understand the role that plays with money. So that made it even more important for me to talk about that. Oh. Yep. Yeah. It's a fantastic book. Really packs a punch. Uh, Thanks, Anna. I really appreciate that. And all of the the worksheets that are in there. Are you going to be doing a course with it as well, I wondered? I actually meant to look that We've got the financial adulting plan, which is that really robust. We look at parts of the books. We look at your money type, financial habits, your money story, and you set up a financial plan. But I also look at investing. Mm -hmm. But we're going to do a budgets don't work course, particularly for the book, because I think... The book's so meaty yeah. that I think I don't you want things to be... You need to do it with a mastermind. You need to do it with a group. There's a lot exactly. in there. Yep. So it's it'll be an evergreen course. It'll be open all the time, but there'll be a close Facebook group where you can share learnings. Oh, um, video content and downloads so that it's not just hear it and not... Some people uh, learn more by video rather than yep. reading. So I wanted to yep. include that element. And then, yeah, the close Facebook group, which I think that shared, okay, let's start to learn how to share about money and then go and do it. <laughs> and then do it. Yeah. But put it yeah. in practice. I thought the, that was very well done with the book as well. There's lots mm. of action steps and lots of... Um, yeah, thank you. Rehashing over things to do when... Um, oh, it's a fantastic book. Well done, you. Congratulations. And the editor, I remember, uh, said to me, she said, oh, I just... That recap section, it's just a repeat. I went, mm-hmm. it's about money. We need to recap. <laughs> and to have all the questions in the one place and for you to go and work through it so that it's, oh, right, you want me to do something. Yes, the work I don't want you just to read it. <laughs> reading. Yes, makes perfect. Yeah. I loved the recap sections. I thought that was yeah. It also drives home things that you, because it, it really is, it is only a small book but it contains mm. a lot of ideas in there. So the recapping yeah. is very beneficial. Awesome. I love that. Yay. <laughs> thanks very much, Mel. Thank you. Okay, so thanks for listening. Please rate, review and subscribe. See you next time on Read a Pod Podcast.